اعوذ باللہ من الشیطان الرجیم بسم اللہ الرحمن الرحیم لا الہ الا اللہ محمد الرسول اللہ صلی اللہ علیہ وسلم I greet you, my brothers and sisters, with the universal and noble greeting, the greeting that has been used by the prophets and messengers of Allah. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Shukr to Allah, I have the opportunity to be alive and to be here in George. This is my second Juma lecture in George, and if you're counting from the beginning, it's my 123rd Juma lecture around the country. Shukr to Allah. Alhamdulillah. And shukran to our Imam, our Sheikh Saeed Wahilia, for giving me this opportunity. What a pleasant man. And Alhamdulillah, how well the mosque is kept. And from what little experience I've had with him and being at the mosque here. I'm very pleased, Alhamdulillah, Shukr Alhamdulillah. Today, I want to speak to you about Almighty Allah, the believer's refuge. See, we say, A'uzu Billahi. I claim the refuge with Allah. And the Quran tells us that refuge is only with Allah and that there is no refuge without Allah. A refuge is a place of protection a place of being taken care of. Allah is the believer's refuge. The Quran tells us that the believers have Allah and the non-believers have no one. And we, the Muslim, are believers. So what is the point, you see? What is the point of Allah is the believer's refuge? Well, here's the point. The Quran emphasizes Iman and Amal. It emphasizes our faith, our spiritual growth, our awareness of our Creator and drawing closer to Allah and our conduct, how we conduct ourselves in life. That's what the Quran emphasizes. It says over and over, those who have faith and have good conduct, men and women, there is for them in this world a natural life and a return to the garden of bliss. This is our path as Muslims. We who are here, who say La ilaha illallah Muhammadur Rasulullah, we are joined with the singleness of purpose. That's what joins us. That we don't look at color and complexion, rich or poor, where you live or you don't live. For us, it is our closeness to Allah and our behavior like the beloved Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. That's what joins us. La ilaha illallah, Muhammadur Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Nothing else is important to us than our spiritual growth and our personal development. The Quran says, on the day of accountability, your children... Your wealth is not going to mean anything to you. Only those that bring to Allah a purified heart. If you are developing, that means if you are growing, in terms of your consciousness of Allah, you're becoming conscious that there is only Allah worthy of worship, that Allah is the all-great and all-gracious, 
the more you are developing your iman and your shukr, the more you are developing your awareness of your behaviors and you are asking for forgiveness and you are repenting, this is what really is going to benefit you. Now, the Quran tells us we live by His permission, we die by His permission. We will be raised up and answerable to Him and He will decide what happens to us based on our Iman, getting aware of Allah and our behaviors being more like the beloved Prophet Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi the mercy unto mankind. The greatest conduct in any human being that ever lived and will ever live is with our beloved Prophet Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Now that's what joins us together. That when we are here as Muslims, we actually are interested. We actually are interested in purifying our heart. The Quran is a book to guide humanity and cleanse and purify the diseases of our hearts. You see? We are Muslims. The Quran is our guidance. And the Quran is telling us that this is the most important thing. Get closer to Allah. Prostrate and draw closer to Allah. Remember Allah. Perform salah for Allah's remembrance. Worship Allah. There is none worthy of worship but Allah. Become aware that Allah is worthy of praise. Develop yourself beyond what your roles are in this world as parents and business owners and all the things or workers or all the things that are important in this world. Go beyond that and become aware. Get aware of Allah and get close to Allah. And the Quran also tells us among those who say they are Muslims, they are among us people who say we believe in Allah in the last day, but they don't believe. They only fool themselves. And they think they fool Allah, but they don't fool Allah and the believers, they only fool themselves. You understand? It's called munafiks. People that don't really believe, they say they believe. They're not really interested in Allah, and they're not really interested in being like the beloved Prophet Muhammad They just want to carry on and say, no, we believe in Allah in the last day, but they don't really. You see, we live for living becoming conscious of Allah and we live for dying. A Muslim is interested in life and death and the afterlife. That's what the Quran guides us and our answering to Allah and our reunification with Allah. That's what we're really interested in. But the non-believers, they're not interested in the death. How they die? Do you die conscious? Do you die with the heart purified? The non-believers are not interested. They say they're interested in that, but they're not interested in how they live, and they're not interested in how they die, and they're not interested how they will be raised up again. And Allah tells us with an absolute certainty, He gave us life now. We were lifeless and we have life now. And just as we have life now, 50 years ago, you don't know where you were. You know, 100 years ago, you don't know where you were. But you are now, in the same way, you will be raised up again. In the same way, just as you have been given life now you will have life again. But the unbelievers say, no, we will die. And our bones will become dust and uh, it's over. You see, when you live for just the things and the people of this world, you're not a real believer. But when you live understanding that it is for us to develop ourselves, that there is a challenge to us to develop ourselves, to live with more purity in our hearts, 
The Quran says in the Munafiq, among the hypocrites, there's a disease in their heart. And Allah expands that disease. Those that are not interested in how they live and how they die and how they will be raised up again, in their hearts is a disease. The sickness and Allah expands that sickness. So may we not really be among the munafiks who say we believe in Allah in the last day, but we live not interested in Allah and not interested in the Rasul. We got other things that are really more important to us than that. Other things are also valuable. How you live, Allah says, don't forget your portion in this world. Don't forget your portion in this world. But the life of the hereafter, that is the eternal life. Do you understand? Now the Quran cautions us and it tells us that shaitan, he says to Allah. What did he say? He says, I will stand in wait. I will stand in wait. Against your people on the straight path. I will come to them from the left and the right, the up and the down, from all around, and you will find them ungrateful. So Allah tells us always begin with A'uzu Billahi Minash Shaitani Rajeem. That we must be aware that Shaitan is an enemy avowed, a clear enemy, and he's not going to leave you. Does that sound like a nice guy? If some pirate is on the road somewhere ambushing you, he says, I'm going to wait for those people on the road. I'm not going to sleep. I'm waiting for them to come. When they come, I'm going to get them. You see, Shaitan tells us very clearly that I will go for the human beings from all directions and I will not leave them. And Iblis said, by your permission, I will surely mislead them all except for your chosen servants. Because he got no power over somebody who is Allah conscious. Somebody who is interested in Allah and is drawing closer to Allah, shaitan has no power over them. But if you are not interested in Allah, faith, iman, and if you're not interested in your conduct, behaving like the Prophet, oftentimes people think, I'll just grow my beard, and if I got a nice beard, I'm being like the beloved Prophet wasallam. No, you just have a beard, that's all. You understand? The behaviors, the conduct, how you conduct yourself in life with your creator, with other Muslims, with other human beings, is it really like the noble Prophet wasallam? See, Shaitan, he's an enemy of us all. And he doesn't want us to get closer to Allah and be like the Prophet ﷺ. To actually be like the Prophet ﷺ. He'll mislead us to think, no, no, I am close. I am close to Allah. I am close to the Beloved. But in our Iman, Iman has not entered into our hearts. And in our behaviors, everybody can see there is no real Sunnah going on here. There's an act of the Sunnah. And what does the Quran tell us? It says, Woe to those who pray, yet are heedless in their prayers. Woe to those who make a show, but their hearts have no kindness in it. You understand? So some of us might think, but I'm, I'm reading my namazes and I'm like the Prophet. But far, far are we from Iman entering into our hearts actually. And far from are we from actually behaving like the beloved Prophet Because of who? The one who whispers, Shaitan. And Allah says, Indeed, there is no authority over those who believe and rely upon their Lord. Shaitan has no authority. Over real Muslims, real movements. 
His authority is only over those who take him as an ally and who through Satan associate others with Allah. That means if you don't know Allah, that Allah is the only living being really. If you don't know Allah as unique and supreme, if you don't acknowledge that I am a created being, we are created beings that live in a created world and we are only by His grace. If you don't acknowledge that I am a created human being, I have a creator. This world has a creator and that creator is unique and supreme. That creator is nowhere in the creation and as the creation. Stands separate and unique, ahad, unique. If you do not declare there is Allah, if you do not say, I am aware there is Allah. If you are not aware that there is this test, the Quran tells us that Allah has, it tests us. And what does it say? Do men think they will be left alone saying we believe and they will not be tested? Do you think you are going to be saying, oh, la ilaha illallah, Muhammad Rasulullah, I am a Muslim now, off I go. Do you think you're going to just say, I believe and you won't be tested? Do you think you got no work to do on your iman and develop your iman? And you think you got no work to do in developing your character? And you think, no, no, but I said I'm a Muslim, I'm in the mosque, I got my beard and so on and so forth. Then shaitan has misled you. Allah tells us that he created life and death, that he may test those that are true in conduct. This world is a test. Will you be lost in this world and you forget your creator? Will you become conscious of your creator and will you be in awe of your creator? Will you take the time to say, Allah, you are the one that is unique and supreme. You were never born and you will never die. You are the immortal. You are the eternal. You have no beginning. You have no end. You are the uncreated creator of all things created. Do you acknowledge Allah as Allah really is? Don't say I worship because lots of people worship. But not everybody worships Allah. You understand? You can worship a man God. You can worship idols. You can worship this world and make this world a special thing. My business, my wife. A man, a woman, you can make the things of this world special, you can make human beings special, or you can recognize there's none special, only our Creator, the universal Creator of all creation. Supreme is He worthy of praise. Do you understand? You can become aware in your being that Allah is praiseworthy. That He is unique and supreme. He's the absolute beyond relativity. He is the unique. He is the one that is permanent while the world is temporary. He alone is the living one who is uncreated. We are the created that don't really live. You see, the uncreated really exists. The created is made up. You and I are made up beings. Are you humbling yourself before your Creator or you live like I always lived and I'll always live, this life is forever? Or do you accept we are in a temporary world only by the grace of Allah do we have life and only by His grace we continue to live? Do you accept that? That there's nothing we can do. You can't take a walk outside. You can't go and talk to your friend if it wasn't by the grace of Allah. Do you accept that? 
Are you among those who have assurance with Allah that Allah, you are the creator, you know what you have created. Everything is in your care in every moment of every day and every night. I place my trust in you. The Quran says, say to the believers to place their trust in Allah. Are you among those that trust, actually trust in Allah or do you live in fear? Do you recognize that Allah has given you the heart that beats in your chest and he beats that heart? No amount of money can give you that. No job can give you that. No human being can give you Do you recognize that Allah spins the earth on the axis? Are you recognizing or has shaitan distracted you? The Quran asks, what has deviated you from all mankind? What has deviated you from your creator? What is holding your attention that you think is so special? Now that is shaitan. We are feeding shaitan our souls. We don't understand, but we'll understand a little bit now. In every moment that we have life and we have breath, we have the opportunity to become more secure and experience more assurance with our Creator in every moment. But guess what? There's one entity doesn't want you to get closer to Allah. Right now, you are able to worship Allah. <coughs> right now, you are able to be thankful to Allah. Right now, you are able to ask for forgiveness. Right now, you are able to see that you are in error. By the way, not a single one of us is, you know, is free of sin. Not a single one of us. Do we even acknowledge that we sin is the question. <coughs> Shaitan won't let you acknowledge that I am the one keeping me away from feeling secure with my Creator. I am the one whispered to by Shaitan that why must we go to a mosque? We'll come, we'll sit outside. We'll sit outside. Shaitan, it's not a fantasy. I'm a person who has been trained in psychology. I've got postgraduate degrees. I'm telling you something. Shaitan is not a story in the Quran. It's a fact. Because you have, while you are alive, the opportunity to prepare yourself for your death and your afterlife. But shaitan doesn't want you to do that. He wants you to make something in the world important, special. Focus on that, focus on that. There is nothing special except our Creator. That's what we surrender. The Quran says, but they are arrogant. They are arrogant. Well, who's arrogant? The ones who act like you gave yourself life, like because of you, you living, like because of your business or your money or because of your job, you're okay. The ones who deny Allah are arrogant. The ones who associate with Allah are arrogant. Allah is unique and supreme, worthy of worship. But shaitan will say no. Just, just distract them. Shaitan will distract us with the exciting things of this world and impress us. Did you see that new phone? Did you see that new car? Did you see that beautiful woman that walked down the road? Shaitan will say go into the internet and look at pornography. These things are very special. But what is happening when you're doing this? Your spirit is getting weaker and you're feeding shaitan. Do you understand? Shaitan will tell you, the Quran says he will threaten you with insecurity and cause you to behave in ways unseemly. Yet Allah extends to you his forgiveness and offers you his bounties. So we have the opportunity every day while you're breathing and you're alive to actually become among those who strengthen the iman. Not just come to the mosque. Strengthen your iman to become conscious of Allah. We don't even know what Allah consciousness is. When you read the English translation, they keep telling you, fear Allah, fear Allah, fear Allah. You must be in awe of Allah. You must become close to Allah. 
Taqwa is to be aware of and conscious that Allah is alone unique and supreme and that He alone is great, that nothing is great in this world. Only Allah is all great. What do you think is great? What has shaitan told you is so great in the world that is so special? What are you associating Allah with? What do you think is so great? We think, no, that's so great. I'm going on a holiday. Where? Las Vegas. Understand? Oh, so great. Go on a holiday, but it's not as great as you think it is. Oh, this car, look at it, it's so great. It's very comfortable, sporty, but not great. Look at this partner I got, see how beautiful. She's going to get old and die. You understand? Only Allah is unique and supreme. What do you think is so great other than Allah? Oh, I am like this, and I'm this type of Muslim, and I'm that type of Muslim. You made ourselves special. We forget that Allah is the only special, that we are to surrender completely at least a few times a day to say, this time Allah, I'm obedient to you. I drop everything, including myself, including being full of myself. Shaitan will say, no, this is very exciting, distract you. This is very disappointing, upsetting. What is that thing that you like so get so turned on by and turned off by? What is that thing that you are forgetting your Lord? That is Shaitan. When we have the opportunity to draw closer, you get distracted, you start yawning, want to sleep, it's time to worship Allah, I'm tired. Who's that? You are under attack, brothers and sisters. It's costing you. You are under attack. Claim the refuge with Allah and never will you find in other than Him a refuge. Accept, speak the truth. I am not as I think I am, so holy moly and phony baloney and all that sort of thing. I have a purpose to get closer to Allah and be more like the beloved Prophet ﷺ. But I'm fooling myself and shaitan is fooling me. I'm not actually purifying my heart. I'm not actually improving in conduct. Look at my behaviors. Admit your errors. It is too heavy a price to pay. Let me tell you, brothers and sisters, the Quran is very dramatic. After you die, it's too late. Don't wait to get sick and now and dying and now get close to Allah. Those of us for the love of Allah, when there's no problems in our life, we want to get closer to Him. That is a believer. When you got no problems, you want to become aware of Him and get closer to Him and acknowledge Him and make shukr to Him. And you want to ask for forgiveness while you have the breath that everybody among us, shaitan, has whispered. You understand? Let me give you a few more examples. You'll take a cigarette and you'll light it up. And you think, ah, it's makro. We are the people, the Quran says, of enjoining good and forbidding evil. Do you think cigarette smoking is a wonderful thing? To take your money, spend it on expensive toxins. Do you think wasting money is the way of the believer? Do you think? I'm not wanting to attack anybody. I smoked for over 10 years myself. Do you think taking poisons and putting it into your body and coating your lungs would tar so that you can't breathe properly? Do you think that's the way of a believer? Enjoining good and forbidding evil. Well, it's not haram. Well, let me tell you what shaitan will do with you. The Quran says, consume of that which is haram. Do not consume of that which is haram. Do, and consume only that which is lawful. It doesn't stop there, do you know? It continues. 
And only that which is who knows Who's reading the Quran in English And understands exactly what they're reading It says Consume what is legal Lawful and pure It doesn't stop there But what we'll say I don't eat the pig I don't eat haram Sometimes you might eat like a pig You understand? You might not be eating the pig But you might be eating The Prophet never ate like a pig Do you understand? He didn't eat pig nor did he. But we said no no I'm following the, the Quran The Sunnah But the Prophet the way he ate How he related to food His stature His built He didn't have a big balcony No no but I didn't eat haram But are you eating healthy? Are you eating pure? Oh no let's not forget about that Let's forget about that See, you've got to read and understand what we're reading Because shaitan is having a go at us And we have to wake up Before it's too late You get money You take it and you throw it away You go to the casino gambling You don't take it and say I'll use it on my family Pay the children school fees Whatever it is Who's that? Shaitan In every opportunity A husband and wife can build their relationship A family can get closer and closer What shaitan says Remember what he did to you Remember what they did to you Get angry Get upset What does the Quran say to us? Shaitan puts enmity in the hearts of the believers Or the Muslims or the people Do you understand? In every moment of every day You and me are getting whispered to In every moment of every day We are not getting closer to our creator And he's good for us in this world and the world hereafter In every moment of every day We are the ones, we can't see it We are going away from Allah You might think, but I got my beard I'm, I'm being like the prophet But you're not really being like the prophet You're not really being like the prophet You think you are, but you're not because the character, how you're not progressing in your health. Eat lawful and pure. Shaitan will say in the month of Ramadan, keep your fast out of yourself the whole day. But when you open the fast, have all that oil. The thing that's going to go into your heart and give you heart disease. And then when you get heart disease, what do we say? Disease came from Allah. That came from Allah. That's what the human beings say. If you go and stand in front of a train and lie on a train line and you die, can we tell you that that came from Allah? Or did it come from you? Can we? You killed yourself. Can we say that came from Allah? Can we? I'm asking. You can't say that. That's suicide. It's haram. So if you keep putting oil into your heart and you get a heart attack, you say that came from Allah Disease came from Allah The Quran says when affliction comes upon humanity it's Their own hands have created They commit an injustice against themselves Only good comes from Allah We are the ones not opening to that good Closeness with Allah Feeling more and more secure We are the ones not progressing and prospering We are the ones who have the Quran But very selective In how we are understanding the Quran you see, so we all have to ask for forgiveness That Allah, it's too heavy a price to pay Shaitan has tricked me I am behaving that way Every day I'm keeping myself from feeling closer to you Every day I'm not in, in for progress That there's a good for, that you have given us in this world In the world hereafter, there's a good But I, through my own actions Through listening to Shaitan I'm keeping myself from your good in this world and the world hereafter. And then what we say? It's from Allah our suffering. The Quran is very clear. If you forget Allah, you'll live a depressed life. Do you understand? 
So shukran alhamdulillah for the opportunity to have been here and speaking, speaking to you. I'll just end with this. That admit, admit Allah, as smart as I think I am, I really am not. As much as I think, I could be shaitan might be got me thinking I'm very smart, I'm on the right track. Wherever I am failing to get closer to you, I'm very sorry. I regret it. Shaitan has been an enemy, he's getting me, he's getting all of us. We as a Muslim people are supposed to show the other people the way. You understand? We are the best of people to enjoin good and forbid evil. We are letting ourselves down, we are letting the world down. At least we don't drink alcohol, Christmas time is coming, we will not contribute to the debt toll on the roads through alcohol. We don't sell, you know, liquor. We are improving society, that's Islam. Islam is different from other religions. We are to improve ourselves, our families and the community. Shaitan doesn't want us to do that. See? So ask, say Allah, it's too much a price to pay to be insecure, to live outside your care. It's too much a price to pay to put myself in hell. The Quran says, do not with your own hands destroy yourselves. Do not with your own hands destroy yourselves. Do you think Allah helps those who destroy themselves or Allah helps those who help themselves? Think, if you are destructive, you don't care about your body and you're poisoning it. You with your own hands destroying yourself. If you are not building your relationships with fellow Muslims, if you're not building your relationship with your spouses, with your children, you with your own hands destroying yourselves. Think, Allah, I am sorry that for wherever I am with my own hands keeping myself away from security with you is too heavy a price to pay. Allah, I am sorry that wherever I'm keeping your good for me, that in this world and the world I after is too heavy a price to pay. Because we ask for forgiveness, how? Like we don't care, just forgive me Allah. But not really looking, where am I actually behaving in a way that keeps Allah's love and affection his compassion and mercy, his support away from. Where am I actually doing that? You have to admit, I am actually me, me. I am actually operating in a way, listening to shaitan. I am claiming the refuge with you from shaitan, the accursed, every day. I am aware when I get up in the morning, shaitan is going to come to me today to take me away from you. And your grace upon me that exists in this world and the next world, he is going to tell me to behave in a way to keep it away. I claim the refuge with you. I am very sorry. I have remorse. I have regrets. I am repentant. I am prepared to change. I am prepared to develop spiritually. I am prepared to develop in character. Are you? Are you? Not saying anything. Are you all doubting? Are you not prepared to develop in character and get closer to Allah and the Prophet? Actually do it, not say it. You can't even say anything. Shaitan, I don't know. Must be able to say, Allah, of course, I am sorry. I, nothing is more important to me than to become aware of you and get closer to you. Nothing is more important to me to open up to your grace for me in this world and the hereafter. You can't even say it. Shaitan. Shaitan, we ask for forgiveness sincerely, knowing that Allah is compassionate and merciful. Allah is compassionate. We are thankful and we rejoice the compassion and mercy of Allah. And we apply ourselves in actually developing ourselves in Iman and our conduct. That we may live with the blessings of Allah, die with His blessings, raised up with His blessings, and have genital firdos. You can't just say, Amin, Amin, O oh Allah, give us genital firdos, Amin, Amin, make dua for everybody. If you're not living in the believer's refuge, 
It's a, it's, it's a lie. Shaitan is fooling you. It's hypocrisy to make dua without really feeling strongly about getting closer to Allah and His grace in this world and in the world hereafter. See? So shukran alhamdulillah. All praise, glory and thanks be to Allah Almighty. His choice is blessings upon our beloved Prophet He is the giver of guidance. He has guided me to this point, alhamdulillah. And he will guide me beyond to even greater iman. And he will guide me even to a greater conduct. Alhamdulillah. All praise and glory. Thanks be to Allah. His choice is blessings upon our beloved Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.